0: Uh, hey, you about my tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble uh, staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up. And I'm going to kind of, kind of try to uh, co- I don't know if coalesce is the right word, but I'm going to try to stimulate that safe place by distracting you. So whether it's overthinking, uh, physical pain, emotional, uh, anything positive, or you know, what do you call it? Like emotional intensity of, of any, you know, anywhere on that scale. You know, positive. It could be your birthday tomorrow. Whatever it is. I want to take your mind off of that if I want to. Distracted The way I'm going to do it I'm going to use Wings of pointlessness uh, I'm going to use ver- Verbosity I, Possibly I don't know if that means Overuse of verbs but Most likely Definitely For sure Those weren't verbs I don't I don't think think's a verb though uh, but, but anyway I'm going to try I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff I'm going to tell a little story Coming up here and if it's your first time here, I like to set up the podcast and kind of say, geez, who, who does this podcast? Why do they do it? And again, what what's in it for you? And that's a good, that's a fair, you know, a lot of people would have a knee-jerk reaction to that. This podcast this is exactly what it's made for. What's in it for you? Uh, how about this? You, you got no, you got no commitment to me. What's in it for you is, is I'm going to be here rambling and hey, maybe you drift off right now. Maybe it's in five minutes. Ideally, what's in it for you is they kind of take all the parts of your brain that get active at bedtime, that start spinning stories about your your Latin life, yesterday, today, tomorrow, uh, stress, how you're feeling, any of that stuff. You know, they start they start with these stories, and they're trying to get a, get a rise out of you, or to do, somehow they kind of expect the impossible you know, for you to deal with it right at that moment, R- right at the moment, you're like, Hey, I'm trying to go to sleep here. You know, I got the big, you know, we're launching the new slipper line tomorrow and I got to be on that conference call. So geez, can I, can I just get some sleep? Uh, so instead of kind of engaging it with, with the, 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 those parts, of your brain or your body or your emotions, or it could be something relatable like your neighbors or your partner or your kids home for a weekend and you know they open every single bag of chips, you know, whatever it is. I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to semi engage you. You can kinda listen to me. Clearly within the next five to six minutes you'll know. You say, okay. This guy's not half bad, but I, I guess I don't have to give him my full attention. And I'll come glean with you. Why? why what, what make? You know, wh- OK, what's in it for me? I think I got that. What makes me an expert? I wouldn't say I'm an expert, but but let me run this by you. This this is a problem I have going on currently. Bedtime and daytime problem. Uh, Christmas Christmas decorations have still not come down and, and that I put him up put up in my backyard. And this isn't a joke, and it's been something that I've been repressing since maybe January fifteenth, when I think that's like the last date where reasonably, you know, these these well-adjusted people, with their smiling and stuff, that's that's when they have their uh, Christmas decorations down. And another thing, my internal the seventy-five internal critics that I have living within me somewhere. They also want me to note that, I, but, but when I say Christmas decorations, that might be a overstatement. And I guess you could say they were holiday decorations because it was. Uh, so there's some lights. I don't know when if it, when the last time they went on was because they they haven't been plugged in. I think since before Christmas when I had to take the extension cord to use it for something else. That's a that, no. I think they were on Christmas night maybe. Uh, So there's Christmas lights, there was 99 cent store, uh, what are those, are those garlands, the ones uh, that that you could also wear as a boa, you know, while you're doing the Christmas decorations? I think those are garlands. Two of those, those are now sun bleached. And then about eight uh, of those uh, ornaments, those round ornaments, some from the Martha Stewart collection, I got those in clearance like five years ago. And those were high quality until they spent, those are sun bleached. And then some from the 99 cent store, those never had a chance, you know. But they're still up, some of them, some of them are on the ground. And, you you know, jeez, could could you, could you, I go to lie down at night. How many different ways can I get it about these Christmas decorations? One, you know, the Christmas, just a general holiday they say that you call that holiday decorating. Holy moly! You know holiday, and I say, okay. Well, at least they did it this year. Usually, I don't even think about it all about you know. They say, oh boy, next year I'm gonna really do it up. With the Martha Stewart 99 cent combo, so there's that line of dialogue going on at bedtime for me. Then there's another line of dialogue basically, the, the, and it's a bit... I said, what the hell is wrong with you that you can't just take down the decorations? Yeah, can't you just take them down tomorrow? And I say, that's usually my, my reaction. I said, I guess you don't understand. I know, I guess you don't know, you know. It, but that, that's like one of those sterner stern, vo- where you're just... Eh. So then, and, and definitely, I think, in, to normalize it for myself, I say, well, I'd just rather... Uh, That voice probably coached some middle school sports or something. They said, well, I'll just quit that team. I'll just never show up to that practice again. Unfortunately, this thing is, you know, hardwired into my brain. But I can still, I got a couple moves where I can dodge, you know, sneak by the old off that part of my brain's office. So it can't catch me. I can usually avoid that part of my brain for a few days. So I say, yeah, I'm just going to use the bathroom and then I'll tell you why I can't take these down immediately. Uh, You know, I get a lot going on, but, uh, well, why don't you just prioritize it? Just start, can't you just start? And then there's just like a, you know, crushing sense of defeat every time, you know, I see the decorations and, you know, become aware of it or I'm lying there and I can picture them in my mind. Uh, where, where you do feel a little bit, and, and it, it's not real, I've learned, but but it still feels real. You feel judged, you feel a little bit humiliated, you feel a little bit defeated. And there's probably about 80 or 90 other emotional uh, and, and you know, mental illness-based layers to it all. But luckily, with the, because of this podcast and because of some other short, you know, they say, well, I just don't have the skills to it. Uh, what do they call it? Not, I've adapted uh, to deal with the situation by saying, "Well, isn't isn't this absurd?" While that other coach is, I say, "Well, isn't this absurd?" I'm I'm, in, I'm not capable of taking these uh, down. Uh, isn't this just a just a funny thing? You know, it's, I feel like I'm in a New Yorker cartoon with the look you're giving me and the decoration that just fell right off there with the perfect timing. And then that part is, I don't read the New Yorker. And I said, well, yeah, I don't either because you emotionally crippled me around the New Yorker in, in the piles of the New Yorker I used to have around the apartment. Remember that? So that's why we don't read the New Yorker anymore. And I say, I'll be the one judging people here because you're the one that put And I say, okay, okay, never mind. I'll just sneak by. I got I to gotta go to the restroom again. And even those kind of childlike, it's tough, especially at bedtime, to kind of back the car out of this garage and say, okay, I'm just going to, you know, it's a bit like the holidays, anyway, where you got all these crazy relatives coming in, and then you know everybody's on edge. Unfortunately, it's like April freaking something, and those decorations are still there. And you know, at some point, I will, uh, and and who knows, maybe I'll feel good and I'll say, "Well, I'm going to take these." I don't, I don't think this will happen. This will probably be the end of the podcast if this happens. If I say, "Oh boy," I stretch one morning. And they say, I'm going to forego my coffee and just take these decorations down, start the day off right. Uh, So that probably won't happen. So it could be just, you know, all those other emotional burdens just weigh on me enough. And then, you know, and maybe someday I'll, you know, maybe a year from now, you know, when I'm doing the uh, super duper sleep podcast, this is crazy scoots coming at you, putting you to sleep all night long. Yeah. April 15th, coming around the corner. Who can't wait? Uh, to uh, Oh, my taxes were in two months ago. shibba da bing dong ding-dong. That's uh, Super Scoots coming back at you. 2020 or whatever the hell. I don't like that guy anyway. So, yeah, I'd rather just have the decorations up and, and the, the shame that goes with it. See, that, wow, that guy was intense. I'd rather deal with that coach. But I guess what I was trying to say is that at bedtime, you really don't stand a chance against all these things. Uh, because one, it's not the arena. You're trying to go to bed. You say, Jesus, it's 1130 and then I can't deal with the fucking declarations right now anyway. You can't You get off my back and, and they don't uh, aggression or uh, escalation doesn't work. So, So this is just, you know, me on your behalf kind of lashing out, but don't lash out either. You know, a little secret I've learned uh, by doing the podcast, if I just lower my voice a little bit, those parts of your brain, they don't know what the hell they're doing. I mean, just like, and I know there's probably some middle school coaches that are listening that do know what the hell they're doing. But these particular ones, these brain-based middle school sports coaches, uh, these uh, critics, they say, well, what do you criticize again? How many movies have you made that you're a movie critic? Oh, no, I just criticize you. Uh, but but in movie terms, okay. So I guess I don't have it. So, so see, it's really hard. But because but, they they're just doing their best, they're just as misadjusted as us, if not more. And really, if you sit down and ask, they say, "Well, I'm just trying to protect you." The only way I know how is being this jerky coach. That's that's uh, you know, I'm a one note. Uh, but it, because it's quiet bedtime, I think they you know that that's when they want to really get in on you. And if you listen, don't worry about the decorations. I really don't care Uh, if those decorations were only the least of my problems. I know, but really, if I would have done a good job on the decorations, I might feel worse. But, uh, you know, a couple sun-bleached garlands, you know, soon I'll be able to make them into, like, uh, you know, pixie hair, summer pixie hair, and then I'll be running around. And we'll build a couple of pixie houses, and that'll be good. So don't worry about me. Uh, but the main thing about the podcast is, uh, you know, I, I try to distract you. I guess this was a little darker than I thought. I thought with holiday decorations it would be lighthearted. But I, I, I guess these more onerous sides of me... You know, the, 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 the direction jerks. Uh, no, I guess they're not. What, what are those called? The decoration jerks in my brain here. Uh, so, ideally, you're not dealing with anything quite at that level. And don't worry, you know, like I said, I can laugh at this thing. I say, well, she's, you know, I've gotten a lot better, believe it or not. My Halloween direction, uh, Halloween decorations are down. And they were down in, you know, mid December. Uh, so in some sense, and and think about the think about it from the poor decoration standpoint. Poor, you know, Martha Stewart, you know. I mean, those were in the ninety nine. These decorations, they've never had it better. You know, they, could get, I mean, they're getting bleached by the sun. And you know, whatever the ninety nine cent store stuff is, probably you know, leaching into the soil and the water table. You know the the, the the decorations they want to be used. They don't care what time, what year it is. You know, just like these other parts of your brain, they can't. They can only see their side. These decorations are like, hey, but what about me? I don't want to be in a box. I'd like to. You know, I don't mind being out here sitting in the sun, it being used as a tool to shame Scooter. You know, just think about it. How how good can I have it? I got the Christmas stuff, and now I get the uh, shaming stuff. I'm like, I'm not a holiday decoration. I'm a uh, holiday and some other neurotic word that starts with H-day, uh, you know, decoration at the same time. So I, don't know, I guess that's why I make That's one of the uh, few, tiny, you know, that's just one of the myriad of reasons I make this podcast. And ideally, you know, my, my stuff may be distracted for a little while. Maybe some people fell asleep. Uh, you know, if if and, and don't feel bad if you if you still have decorations up too. I mean, especially Christmas lights, nobody can see them. You know, I mean, maybe actually, if you still have any holiday decorations up, get a hold of me, and maybe we could take this back. And some, I'm, and I'm not kidding now. Like maybe we could empower each other and make make it fun somehow. I don't know. So if you, if you still have holiday decorations up, get a hold of me. Uh, But otherwise, that's why I make this podcast is if you you have even a light version of that going, I want to take your mind off it. If it's something, you know, metaphorically similar with your body or your feelings or some other thing you're going through, I'd be so honored to to distract you for a little while. I'm going to have silly stories that aren't as personal coming up uh, where we, you know, do, do our ongoing serial story this week. Uh, so that's it, I, 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 I just, the story will have turns, it'll have me kind of elaborating and stuff like that. Uh, ideally, usually it's a little bit funnier, it'll take your mind off of stuff, may, make you laugh, uh, humorish. Uh, it's, I'm glad you're here, I really appreciate you stopping by, and I know this is a different thing, if this is your first few times here, give it a shot, I hope it works for you. It doesn't work for everybody, but I really yearn. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep, and I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, housekeeping, you can get me on the web at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. That's where our oldest episodes are. There, You can comment on the website. You can email me, Sleep With Me Podcast. Feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Get me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful, who edited this show and did the theme music. He's got a podcast, Sounds Like an Earful. Be sure to check it out. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on my honor, on my art, on our artwork, who do our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on the Lulla Jingles. Uh, we have a lovely Facebook group where I was uh, answering a bunch of questions this week. Uh, it's Sunday that I'm recording this, so I'm not quite through answering all the questions, but you can go over there at sleepinthepodcast.com slash nods. I want to thank our narrators over there, Lydalai, Julie C., Jennifer B., Rachel L. to the G., Lauren Alexandra, and I think that's it. Let's get on to the show. All right. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Get Besos, the tale of Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Penny. Uh, two best friends, once retail uh, empire giants, uh, long since passed away, the, who remet in a place uh, called, of, of many, many titles around the world, it could be called, and this tale is called Purgatory, where they, you know, rekindle a friendship, and then they decide to leave Purgatory because they heard about this guy, Jeff Bissos, who runs Amazon.com. And Richard Warren here said, "Well, he crushed our retail empire. Let's go. Let's sneak out of purgatory. We'll go to work. Go to Earth and teach him some lessons." And that was season one. They taught him so many lessons that the three of them, they taught so so well. The three of them took over Hell, and they redid Hell. And then they ended up crashing human. They did so good in Hell that somehow it, it was complicated. And they crashed the total population of living humanity. But but not quite extinguishing it. So now humanity lives in this near utopia uh called Besos. Long story. But in order to say you know, the old the old uh trophy in order to save humanity. You gotta build a city based on Walt Disney's Abcatch Center. You know, so I, I guess I didn't follow that part because I don't have the cliff notes because that's was, that was in between seasons, the, the building of the society and stuff. I'm not, you know, I'm not a world builder. I'm a world, you know, word word mumbler, but not a world word builder, you know. You know, you listen to the show, or if not, welcome. I was so, but then they realized that in near utopia, and then survival state everywhere else on the planet Earth. You know, d- depending on how you believe things, not a lot of, uh, if you're running hell, you know, hell needs sinners. I think that's kind of, I think I've seen that on a bumper sticker. Like one time I, I drifted over, they said I crossed over, and there was this car running waiting. They said, get in the car. We got to, And they said, is that you, uh, Charon? What, what do they call you? Char- Can I call you Charlemagne? I don't have my coin. I left it back in my pants. But on the bumper sticker, of that car said, "Hell needs sinners," or something. Maybe it said, "Bell mates." I Bell needs dinner. But anyway, you, you know, if you go with it, that, that's true probably. And so the utopia. So there's no sinners, I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, also, uh, interrupt any faith crises. The uh, uh, God or supreme being. The uh, main deity is on uh, sabbatical. So that's why Eli's not. You know, that's how I'm still existing on planet Earth. Uh, And haven't been smoted, or smot. Like I guess i would have been smot. I'm scooter, he was smotted. I say, I'm going to get double smotted for being wise. Yeah, it'll be a long afterlife for me. Should've, I should have just got in that car the first time. I would have got started. Um, but anyway, enough about my problems. So, so, oh, because so the uh, uh, Supreme Beings and sabbatical, so the council running things, they've said, hey, let's just shut hell down. Which the people in hell, you know, they don't want to be put out of business. So they're going to go try to start. They said, well, it's human beings. There's got to be sinners somewhere in this utopia. So that's where our story started, season two. The good news is this is a sleep podcast. So, you know, believe it or not, this is a technique. But but it was also not a whole lot. Like James and R.W. went to the uh, utopia. They got in. They've toured around. They decided to do a play because they pretend that they are actors, uh, uh, character actors, playing R.W. and James Cash Penny. You know, since obviously they couldn't actually exist. And so they've just been touring around. They're going to have a play called, I think, uh, A Case for Sin. In the last episode, they had this ceremony where they said, hey, what, what you need to choose to be as part of our society. That seems to be part of their... Um, culture is like, oh, you're choosing to partake in our society, especially people that are coming in. So they say, hey, let's just have a, you know, you're going to choose to do stuff for the betterment of the society or some such thing. NRW, he was like, definitely, because he he also has a crush on a woman that works at a quarantine and then James was like, well, so I have to either choose to join the society or leave. There's, there's, It's kind of a black and white thing, the way they present it. Either you choose and you're, you're a member of the society or you don't choose and you leave. And, you know, and then they said, well, you just choose every day. You know, you wake up, you say, hey, I'm choosing to be a part of it. That sounds like a real go-getter. And James was like, "Well, can I? Cho- isn't or those aren't the only choices I choose to think about it?" And then they said, "Well, boy." So they said, "Hey, go on this Disney ry- style ride." You know, this t- teaches kids about choosing, and that's where we last left off. And and this is another tale of the incre- a, incredibly mangled uh, intro. Uh, for for you know, for the rest of it, it was smooth sailing from here though. Uh, thanks for coming by for another episode of Get Bessos. Hi, uh. Well, hi, everybody. This is the narrator here. Welcome to another episode of Get Besos. I think the, the pod man already said that, though. I'm more like a pod boy, but I think that's what everyone calls him. You know, I, I'm not. I work off site, so I don't have a direct. Thank good. I mean, from what I understand, thank goodness but anyway, I got to keep this job, you know, I work, it's, uh, anyway, so anyway, back to the story, uh, when we, we let, right, right where we are now is the guys, Richard Warren Sears, James Cashpenny they're on this ride, and it's a theme park boat ride, let me, let me kind of describe it for you, you know, narration style, you know, narration style, so it it's, uh, it's one of those big, big boats, but it's a standing ride, which they say, well, these people, they, they must stand more. And it's made to look like a skiff. And it's kind of ominous. And then there's an the animatronic-type figure kind of uh, the, at the front of the skiff. Uh, it looks like it's, you know, poling and skiff-along. Skiffing, I think is what they call it. And there's some fog, and they've boarded the ride. And I guess that's 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 where we are. And they're, they're talking. So why don't we just join right up with Richard Sears and James Cashpenny in And the skiff boat ride, about choice, I believe. Alright, so just uh, yeah, I, well, James, I, I don't I still am, and, and uh, well, Richie, it's just my gut. Uh, that's all I can tell you. Is my gut is telling me, uh, but James, we need it. We we gotta. I don't care what your gut says we we like I was just saying, we have a job to do, and what does your gut say about your job? It's more like a quest, and I don't know sometimes the gut works in mysterious ways. don't you ever listen to my gut uh yeah, when it says uh, sit down on the go to the restroom that's when I listen uh so yeah that's, that's I, I don't i don't get I don't get what you're doing. well, I'm just glad I could talk into going on this ride. Uh, well, you remember you said if I go on the ride, you'll decide. Well, no, I said it'll help me decide. They said that going on the ride will help me decide. No, 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 the ride's starting to move, James. We're going into that tunnel there. Okay, Richie, don't worry. Well, I'm just worried that you, uh, your your, saw friends were honest with each other. Okay, wait, the ride's starting to... Hello, everyone. And welcome... To your journey. Prepare to be transported. Into a world. That is much like our world. And nothing like it at all. You'll learn about the balance. Of the world out there. Beyond the walls. and the world deep into the past. You might even see some chaos. That you've never seen before. But remember. Nothing is real on this ride. And on our journey you'll hear stories. As we pass and learn about the wonderful world of choice and the magical powers of making a decision and following through on it, of being dedicated. And as you see at the front of your skiff, You're going to be guided by a boatman. Boatmen are mythical figures that other societies believed in. And they were known to guide people, to escort them, to ferry them across worlds, across realities, and across lanes of existence. So now... What happened? The boat just started rocking, James. I don't know, it seems like the, uh, oh boy, the uh, boatman's turning around, I I don't like this. Well, it seems like the right, uh, uh, I thought this was an auto, wait a second, uh, oh boy, that's a person, Uh, do you work here? Excuse me, sir. Mr. Penny, Mr. Penny, it's me. Mr. Penny, Richie, Richie, it's me. I'm sorry, I don't recognize you. Uh, boat, I don't know any boatmen. I, well, actually, I know a few from... Uh, but the boatmen, I know they were de-existed. I think, James, do you know what happened to that uh, by the boat? Uh, River Styx and all that. Uh, no, that's a good point, Richie. I think that's in another... It, it's, it wasn't in Hell's, so the, it's probably fine. Maybe they got relocated. But who are... Hey, Mr. Penny, it's me. It's, it's Skiffy. Your buddy Skiff. I'm, I'm the, Your buddy Skiffy. See, I've... I've I have me beard on here, sorry about that, boys. Mr Penny, Mr Penny, it's me. Skiffy, Skiffy, your buddy Skiff. Oh boy, not you. I, I have me beard on. I have me, me beard I have me costume on. Uh what what the hell are you doing here? Who oh, Jeff sent me? Jeff sent me with news. Mr Penny, mister Penny. Uh you could speak to me. Uh, James, it's a skiff guy. Uh, yeah, Richie, I know who it is, I'm in shock. What are you doing here, Plate Glass? Oh, that's right. Your name's Plate Glass. Well, it's it's it's, it's but it, it's 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 good to see you. Come here, give me a hug, both of you. It's so good to see you. I've got terrible news. Well, boy, did something happen to Jeff? Uh, because that's not that. I mean, we'll 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 figure it out. Plate uh, Glass, what do what do you mean? Come here, yeah. i me pat your back a little bit here. This is a hug heavy world, so I've been doing a lot of hugging. Oh, James, it's so good to be held by. I miss you so. Oh, me skiff, it's good to have a skiff here. You know they took away me skiff pole. You you remember they took away me skiff pole? Uh yeah. You don't need a skiff pole because there's nothing to skiff it anew. But I mean, me pole—it skiffs. This is a, this is a pretend skiff that we're on. I, I shut it down. That's why the ride stopped moving. But Jeff sent me here, and it's so good to see you. But I I'm, I'm so upset. Uh, okay, play class. slow down. Uh, what's the bad news? It's me girl. It's me girl. She's she's dating an angel. Okay, wait a second. what I'm sorry. What? Oh, that's right. I forgot you had a girlfriend. Meg, Meg- Megaria, right? Oh, I, uh, oh yeah. She's so uh good news cuz maybe I'm, I I maybe I may start dating and then maybe we could go on a I don't know if that would, logistically, I don't think that would work. But didn't, didn't she leave you anyway to go to heaven to work? Oh, she, she did, but I've heard from her. And she's dating an angel And met her in the... Okay, okay, plate glass, calm down. Um, she moved, I mean, I'm sorry, I know this is crushing, but the furies, they moved on to heaven to their their, their new new work. And, uh, you know, usually is a permanent situation. We, we talked about this, that it was a permanent situation. Uh, you know, you might, it's probably good that she told you, you know, so you would give up. Oh, oh. Um, uh, thanks, Richie. But actually, I would say the opposite is true. That why would she tell you unless she wanted you to know? What do you mean? Well, she could have just stayed in. It it's probably it is a good sign that she misses you or something that she would tell you. She's dating an angel. Uh, did she see? She said, "Just I'm dating an angel." Figure, I guess, probably literally. Yes, literally. Some, some angel singer. Oh, oh, angel singer. Is his name Angel the singer? I don't know. She just sent me a letter. Oh it's and there's more terrible news than that. They they fired me. They they won't give me a skiff job in heaven. They said there, there, there was no skiff job for me, skiffing around the kids in the leaf boats for the ride. Oh boy, you're so upset you're not even sounding you don't sound yourself skiffy. I know me skiff, me skiff me skiff. Yeah, just say just it's okay, just say that if that comforts you it sounds more like you anyway. Me skiff, oh, me skiff, me skiff, me skiff. Okay, so, um, can you can you restart the ride, though? Because they're going to suspect something if they... Uh... Okay, okay, I'm re I'm restarting me skiff, me skiff. Me skiff. And, uh, how, how, how'd how you get here? How did Jeff get you here? That's, uh, um, he, he, he said not to tell, he sent me here. Okay. Well, so Jiff got you here. It must have been a serious. Oh boy. Yeah. How did Jiff get you here? I mean, he probably just. I mean, yeah. How did Jiff get you here? You. He, he was the, He was. He's been working on some things. He's, he He. sent me here. Okay. So that it's not important. It's you're here. So so why did Jiff send you here? He must. I mean, he didn't send you here to tell us. Uh, Megaria is dating an angel. Uh, what how, did you, have you heard from how things are going with Medusa up there? Is she th- are They keeping her? They're getting rid of us all, mate. Okay. What do you mean they're getting rid of us all? The angels—they're panicking about a, about hell and in humanity. So everyone in hell, mate. They're they're, they're going to close. You know, they're going instead of hiring us in heaven, they're going to put us all in those mirror prisons and float us around in the world. Okay. Don't worry. That, that's what we're working on here. Because I don't want to be in a mere prison either. Yeah, I, I have no. I'm not being in a mere prison, not with Jiff, and not with you know. Uh, no, thank you. So, so that's why we're. But why Jiff? I mean, I'm sorry that you guys are getting lumped in with us, because I thought you were getting relocated to other positions. Yes, they're worried that uh, that that the the Almighty's returning. So they're all panicking that he, the almight So they're all panicking that the almighty's gonna be upset with them. Okay, so but we'll figure it out. We're, we're working on it, but is that what uh, uh, I guess I kinda know. that's now I just sent you though. Did did you say yeah he said something about humanity, James. See, I, I, I do know what's happening. Yeah, what was that about humanity? The de existing earth uh, Basos and all of Earth. What do you mean? They're de-existing... Uh, Basos is pr- pretty great so far that we've seen. Well, they're de-existing Earth. They're going to de-exist all of Earth. Yeah, they, they have some sort of plan just set, and, and they said that, that uh, all the other... Wait a second. They're getting rid of humanity. Well, Earth-based humanity, there's plenty of other worlds with life, you know. Uh, no, no, no. No, there's not. The 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 Jeff the, the said there's millions. Okay, and you don't think that the Earth will be missed? Well, he said it's a, oh, it'll it'll just be a. Uh, they're just gonna do it because they is it. It's a cover up. They're trying to cover up that that uh, They try. They think they'll be blamed for our mistakes, so they're just gonna cover the whole thing up by deexisting Earth. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I won't have a skiff. I'll be in a mere prison. And all humanity be gone were you weren't you human at one point, Play I don't remember me skiffles I remember Okay, okay, Playclass, just calm down. I'll fi- we'll figure this out. Uh when when are the de existing Earth? Uh he said a couple days. A couple days my ti a couple days this time? He said, "Do almost immediately. You only have a few days. A few days. Okay. So, oh boy, oh boy. I got. I. I think we need to just move up the uh, premiere of the play, James. We got to get this in, the propaganda machine going, and then people will. Once they see my play. I mean, I still have to figure out some of the things that are going to be in the play, but if we could move it up till, uh, we could schedule." I'm probably sure I could pull it together in the next couple days to save humanity. Uh, Richie, I I, I don't know if this is... What is that? Is that a newspaper boy over there? Oh, yeah, that's a boy selling newspapers. Skiffy, where's the uh, audio for the ride? I shut it off on me skiff. Oh, I can't believe they're getting rid of. So there's other. So there's humanity. You're saying there's other worlds with humans. Oh, me skiff. Oh yes, me skiff, me skiff. Okay, guess can't just stop with the skiff. You can you say that quietly to yourself because even I, I need to think now. Because RW, I don't think the is gonna cut it in in a couple. We only have a couple days. I just am distracted by this poor news kid, but I'm th- I don't know what the ride narration would be. But this is bad news for us too. I think I wonder if that was before the fall or after. I guess they didn't have newspapers after, huh? Uh yeah, no, that is a uh, that's a Herald Journal there. It's an yeah, that was a paperback. Okay, I wonder if there's any uh, ads in there. No, no, James, it's plastic. I can see from here. Come on. Okay, so. This is terrible news. We gotta figure this out. That's right, so there's a. Look at there's a Model T stuck in a mud bog there. Oh, yeah, what a terrible. That guy's an idiot. And he sees. Those are animatronic figures. Look at he's doing that thing with his arms. Uh, the pig is licking his knee. While the other pig eats his lunch out of his picnic basket. And that must be his wife sitting in the mud with the steam coming out of her head. So this must be like the distracted state of human affairs. Bad news. We can't get distracted. That's what. Can't let this ride distract me. Okay, I'm not going to look at anything in the ride for a while. Okay, RW, the play's not going to work. What else can we do to save these people? Well, I mean, Skiffy, did GIF say what we should do? He said, do so. He said, they come and tell you to do so. You'd figure it out. He said, James will figure it out. Uh, You mean, they'll figure it out, right? (laughs) Okay, don't worry. I'll figure it out. It's going to be fine, Skiffy. You could just hug James some more, but that's fine. Uh, I I can't look off the right either. I don't know what... uh, I think that's a, that's a 19, there's a movie, I see Chaplin, but James, don't look, I think that's a Chaplin movie playing another anti, that guy, uh, uh, okay, R- Richie, okay, so we can't do the play, somehow, we, we need something spectacular, I guess, to get the attention of the angels, I, I don't understand what we could do here. I mean we could just have some do they do you think they have some sort of sin alarm or they they must have some sort of way to collect data here I mean it's uh you know with uh, omnis- uh what do they say How's they, how do you say that Richie Omnip- Omnipotent or omniscient? I don't I don't know but they they could see everything but it sounds more like these angels are kind of like uh but did Jeff say anything about their data collection at all? Because he, he loves da- data and data, you know. Hey, okay, well, I assume that Jeff uh, spectacular. I mean, could we fake sin? What could we do? Uh, what if I taught the play to everyone? Like, everyone was acting out sin as part of the... I don't know if we could get that. That's a good idea, actually, Richie. But, but I don't know if we could get that done... In two days. I don't know, uh, play class, did you, can you get this message back to... Uh, I don't know. I mean, we need to get their attention. That's might be a way to do it, but I just don't think we could just have everyone... Yeah, I don't know how we would get everyone to join in that quickly. Like, yeah, your play was great if we had had a couple more weeks. Okay, wait a second. Is that a... That's an arid desert out there being... uh Farmed by some like uh, those look like spaceships, and they're farming the green part of the earth. Oh boy, yeah, this is some sort. Of, this is this is Walt Disney's handiwork. I can see this. It's how they get their crops or something though. Uh, I can't. I, wow. I, I wonder if the water. If they're sucking the crops up, or if they're uh, watering the crops, and what is this? Like are those people? Look at the kids watching the farming. That must be some sort of uh, farm outpost. Uh, yeah, they look too happy. You're right, James. Okay, well, I mean, I, Richie, I think maybe we should start with your idea. Oh, man. I mean, maybe we just be honest with the, the. We could talk to Anya. We could talk to Phelan. We get Mary Beth, too. We should get Mary Beth on this. Especially the practice, you know. Well I was just thinking we could tell them the truth. And no 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 one's gonna believe the truth, James. Not any, they think we're actors. I mean we could tell them and it might trigger it might trigger a reaction though. Yeah, they'll kick us out, James. You were the one, well, I don't choose, and now you're going to talk uh, babbling nonsense. Uh, what if you tell them you're going to leave if they don't uh, practice? We do a, a city, a community-wide practice, of a simulated sin practice as a community, uh, or you'll choose to leave, and I'll have to leave with you in the, the most brilliant play ever made. You know, Richie, you're close, you're close. Uh, Oh, boy, that's undersea. This next scene is under, that's under the ocean. See, there's a dolphin with a backpack on. Uh, That's a light and a camera, James. See, the the kids were in this, uh, that's a sea lab. How do you know what a sea lab is called, James? Do you think these people have a sea lab? Cause maybe we, well I guess if the Earth de existed that won't help us. No, that's not gonna help us, James. But that's it. They, they live there. See the boys watching on the dolphin camera. So this is undersea. Look, you're right. This is a sea. I think it's a sea house, James. Well, yeah, the only reason I said the lab is see down there. That woman seems to be teaching those other children about those mini those are sub many submarines. It's a good thing some of the stuff Jiff showed us. This is this? I wonder what this has to do with the story about choice, though. Uh, Pride before the fall, James. Yeah, but I don't think they had this on Earth. Remember all the new You, you know, Jiff would have probably been making this. Oh, boy, yeah, this is Jif's handiwork. This is probably some... Is this Sandy handiwork right here, Jiff and Walt Disney? How, how did he get... Okay, well listen I get distracted by the sea lab. But the, oh, uh, the dog just jumped in and is chasing the dolphin underwater. Oh boy. That's it. oh boy is this two of them with the friggin' Oh and look there they're singing happy birthday to the people at the farm. Oh boy, this is oh they that's in three that's a three D d TV uh, communicator, James. Yeah, that's cool, they just blew out the candles and the candles really went out. Again, that's a mirror that's doing that. But yes, uh, okay, so I think you're almost on to Solution Skiffy. Are are you okay? Oh, Skiff, I'm just enjoying. Could I stay here with you guys and skiff around? No, however you got back, you got to get a message back to Jeff that, okay, so the play... I don't think, I think you're... I don't think my idea is right, R.W. I think the play idea, but maybe I don't think we can be honest. So oh, I hate—I hate to say it. All right, James, the sinning starts right here with us. Well, we're not—we're uh, not really able to do that because I'm not talking about that, James. I'm talking about—you uh, you said you—you're talking about lying uh something you've always had a problem with, and now you're embracing my lies, yeah, well, I was trying to come up with some way to make it work, and I don't think the i don't think being honest is the way to do it but but i think I don't think we should lie to the people, but I don't know to 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 protect you, okay, so the play what about this the play a case for sin is humanity. Okay, Jiff. okay, it's a good thing we can... Ben, I know Jiff can can figure this out. Skiffy, are you listening? I'm listening. I need you to tell Jif uh, to get a hold of the angels. Can you get a hold of the angels, do you think? Because obviously there's j- communication coming. You got that letter from Megaria, Mag- right? Yes, yes, I think he could get... Because they told you they were going to de-exist hers. De- yeah, he can get a hold of the angels. Okay, we're going to do, a. We're, we're, you know what, We tell them that God's coming to R.W.'s play. I'm sorry, uh, God's coming to my play. Yeah, have Jeff tell the angels that we've spoken to God, and that God's coming, the supreme being, whatever the proper, I don't know how the angels go about it, the big boss is coming to R.W.'s play that we're uh, on sabbatical, because, they, you know, rumors swirled around about this great play. You know, Jiff will figure it out. He's highly intelligent. Uh, he's very crafty, too, James. Very crafty. Slime. Almost slime. Okay, uh, anyway. Do you, you got that, Skiffy? Oh, oh. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just tell uh, him uh, that, that because we brought attention to it, you put it on the radar, the almighty radar, and the idea of the play was the sin and the propaga- the sin propaganda, and also the idea of Jesus. What is the, what is going? It's just the same thing. You could, and this could be honest. Jeff can talk about it. Uh, the fact that uh, things have been going so well here. This is a near near utopia. Wait, so God is coming here? No, it's, so see, it'll work. It'll work. Just if you understand. Oh, I think so. This was like after the angels in r w yeah, it'll it'll work that god's coming here for an inspection to see what this near utopia is about maybe to smoke Jane. maybe to and make it look bad maybe maybe to smoke de exist me in r w or kind of you know uh us or something and and that'll buy us some time we'll figure we'll figure i'll figure the rest out i think we almost have a good workable idea. I'll figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure it. Wait, so, uh yeah, and let God know that this place is going to be really good. So get it, get it, get it. Get it uh, the seat will be ready. No, no, we're not. Yeah, just let the angels know. Yeah, to let God know because God should know about this play. I think you're on to it, James. Uh, God should come to the premiere. You know, incognito. I don't I don't think these people worship a God anyway. I know. Okay, dude, Skiffy, you go let the angels know. Because it looks like this ride's almost ending. You know, because it's a good thing we weren't watching back there, because that was with the little children smiling and making good choices, James. And I saw the child picking up after, you know, and be specific, but, 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 but vague at the same time. We've spoken to God. It's a... Uh, you, wait a second, James. Uh, R. W. Come on. What well, I want to know if we could actually. I think this is a better idea. Is to actually do this. No, no, that's not a better idea. Uh, we're we got enough problems here, and we could just hope that this sabbatical lasts for eternity. Because otherwise, no, no, no. We're not. We let the angels know about this. That we're you know. It makes this is common sense. It'll work and positive. But it's a bluff. It will... Don't worry. And actually, maybe uh, you you'll say uh, you know and, and make sure to mention that RW's writing in some parts for the Furies uh, uh, because you know it makes something up about that too. Not not bad. You know, not like. Oh, okay, I'll I'll tell Jeff to make something up. That's a great idea. All right, and I think that'll buy us some time, like, uh, cause the play RW. How much time do you think you need? You need a little while, and we get some build up for the play. And again, uh, I don't. I think I'm confident if we have a little bit of time, we'll we'll figure out. This has got to be. This can't be. You know what it seems. There's got to be something going on under the surface here. So Skiffy, okay, I'm gonna press this. And I'll be back with. Oh, Skiffy's gone. Wow. Oh boy. So he. So you don't think, I think, James, I think you're probably right, that this play is so big that it'll just get attention on its own, almighty attention. Okay, so the bride's ending, the narrator's talking about the glory of choice, and they're singing this choice song. Did you hear all the children singing together? Gee, choosing. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't don't like it when children sing together like that in that because uh, they're not—it's not harmony. They're not harmonizing. But yeah, yeah, and I think that is well. I don't know if you're—you're you're right. It's uh, yeah. They're just singing together. Uh, it reminds me of the, uh, the other sides, you know, with these uh, marches and things. Okay, so uh, I think we figure. I think we're okay here. I think we're we're doing okay. Uh, maybe I don't know. I, I think maybe. I think I think you're onto that. The play should be the thing. Okay. Oh, look. Uh, there's uh, Fallon and Anya. Hey, there's Mal. Hey, Malik. What's up? Okay. Now be careful when you step off. We step off on this moving walkway. Here, I'll hold your hand, R.W. Uh, no. Uh, excuse me. Where's that Mary Beth, Malik? Uh. uh oh boy. What, what is it? Uh, uh. Oh, back at the corner. Why? Why do you all look so concerned? Oh boy, do you think they were listening to us, or No, no, because there's a narration for the rides going on. Uh, you guys look pre- pretty concerned. Well, uh, yeah, I, there, there's a uh, a large group outside, uh, waiting to see you, James, and they're chanting your name, and they're refusing. They, they're saying, uh, "Not choose." They're chanting, you know, uh, "Choose no more." You know, I choose nothing. You've started quite a thing. Oh, boy. Uh, nice job, James. I, I got to get to the quarantine. Well, the, the, there's... A, it, it's it, it's going to... I don't know what to do. There's, They're gathered out there. And they're... they're, they're it's almost like open rebellion as, as far as, like, people don't talk like this here. They're saying you know why people are you know they're doing things like I'm going to lie right down right here okay uh how uh, so is it it's an unruly mob what what else are they they're lying down and and what what are they saying well some people are saying they're not going to go to work tomorrow okay oh boy and what do you normally do when this happens do people don't people do this on their own or haven't you had things like this happen before? Uh, not like this, because we usually just say, okay, let's just escort you. You know, we have, uh, we call them camping trips, and they can we say, well, why don't you go outside for a little while? And usually just that. Uh, lately, people would go out for a while, but it's really hard, you know, uh, because we don't send them out the side you came in. We send them out the other side. And, you know, with water, it's hard to, okay, so even like a larger group, Uh well, well yeah, yeah. we've, I don't think we've had, I, 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 nothing like this before, where people are saying, so are these people going to be punished? Well, if they don't go to work tomorrow, we'll have to deal with this situation. And how big is the crowd right now? Well, there's about 30 people out there. Okay, how many people, don't, don't there's not like millions and millions of people that live in this city? Uh, yeah, but most people are in bed asleep. It's the middle of the night. So my concern is tomorrow this will, this, this is the kind of thing you've rabble roused with your not choosing. I understand it. And we like to give people leeway, like to act out like this. But as long as you make the choice, you know, to support the society. Okay, and you never had, like, a mass. Okay, well, what if we should head it off? What if I could help you head it off if I'm going to be the figurehead of this thing? Oh, boy, James, you're already, uh... Hey, Richie, hold on. Like, what if you use me as an exit? Can can we use this as, you know, do you guys use teachable moments? I was was reading this uh, magazine one time that RW had. Oh, boy. And I was talking about teachable moments, in and instead a of example, using shame or anything, like could we, could you use it as a way? Like, do you guys have holidays here? Oh, yes, we have a lot of holidays. We have you know different famous choice days, and remembering the founding, the completion of the walls day, and we like to celebrate when a new project is completed. Or people, you know, there's a lot to celebrate here. What if you have a national day of, like, no choosing, like a holiday? And I really, some people will have to work. But what if you put it out there? Would people want a national day to choose, you know? Well, wouldn't that would it just be a day where people would sit around and do nothing, you know? Well, hmm, we could open I think what you're saying is let's all, let's all talk about it. Let's open the dialogue, right? Yeah, what if you just put it out to people and say, "Hey, this guy," and and you could just use me as an example, and we could talk about it. Do you get? Do you guys have TV? Because we've really been restricted in what we've seen here. Oh, we have entertainment. Yes, we have many entertainments. So you could go on. You could go on a broadcast and talk about, or or yeah, we could we could talk this out. And say, well, maybe we do need a day or a day, day off for, you know, most people. And then the other people, we would find a way to, huh, and just say, hey, let's talk about this. Yeah, does, that, does that sound like a thing? Let me go talk to the council. And you can you guys return? Uh, Anya here will take you back to the courthouse. And she's going to take you in this small vehicle here. Uh, what is, this? is that some sort of, uh, electric vehicle? Uh, yeah, it is, it's an electric vehicle. Oh, boy. Um, it's not a, it doesn't hover, does it? It does, it It. It goes on, um, it's a maglev electric vehicle. Our paths, are, it's, it's, a, I have to get to the council, R.W., thank you. Thank you for all your work on the play, we're excited about that. But a national day of non-choosing. W- possibly this could be. And you're willing to talk about this publicly and things. If it'll help, I mean. Okay, I'll, I'll talk to the council. Okay, so and you're going to get in that. We should get in the car with you. Let me just talk to Richie. Richie. I think, uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to think on my feet. I don't I have an idea what I'm doing here. Uh. I, I need to get to the quarantine and, you know, uh, okay, we'll, okay, well, um, yeah, let's just go back to the courthouse and then tomorrow you can go to quarantine and I'll figure out everything else, including saving humanity while you go to quarantine. And then should I write the play for you too? Oh, well, somebody's having a bad night there. Maybe you should get in the car and look out the window. Okay, let's get in. Hello, Anya. It's good to see you. James is a little, uh, he's had a tough, tough night. He didn't get any ice cream cake. I think that's what it is. So just watch, James, because you, I don't know if you watch how the lights go on and out as we approach. They detect our approach, and then watch as we pass. That's to keep light pollution down, James. And feel the motion of this vehicle uh, floating and whizzing along and the lights pulsating and it's calming you down. Pulsating and moving along. Look at, and you, If you really watch as you pass, you can see the cooling of the metal around the lights, James. That's really working. Thanks, Richie. It feels the car travels on, James. I'm your buddy here. I'm going to pat you on your shoulder. We're gonna we'll we'll figure this out, but yeah, I'll be at the quarantine tomorrow, so you could figure out all this the other stuff. Uh, while I I think of the play, you know, play's formulating in my mind. So, uh, oh, James is asleep. Good night. Good night, James. Anya, you could could you bring me to the note No, uh, back to the courthouse. Okay, thank you. Uh, someone told me recently to start reading food labels, but when it's a dream, it's like a totally, but, you know, no, it's different. There's this one, like this, is this box here. it's a Strange Yes, Sleep Double Yes. And this is a this is a box of Mimic uh, 325. I, I don't remember, but I have four star, fo- five star food, though. Here's a, here's what is in the box. The story is surreal yet boring, funny. Lull you into sleep. Best solution I've found. So I'll be eating that later. Then they also, in this bag here, uh, the quote for this product is, put me in a good mood before I sleep. And this is this is Angela T's. Five-star food, another five-star. It's a good thing they rate this food here. Hilarious. Uh, I love this. You're going to love this, uh, the Angela T's, because the humor, interesting topic, soothing Sounds a bit like a good bomb. Uh, tried to listen to sleep, but prefer while meditating or boosting the mood. Well, this doesn't sound like something I'd have as a snack or a meal. That does I mean... And then this, ba- this is a box that definitely puts me to sleep smiley. It's all, it was a box of RMFs. Uh, another five-star food. You could use this a few times. It falls asleep quickly. Uh, oh this must be a food review We've tried old time radio shows podcasts, nature sounds for years so at this point can't fall asleep without listening to something but someone suggested try this it works like a charm uh, host has a unique voice that lulls you to sleep can't talk about the quality of the stories cause I don't know if I get that far gonna stick with it and this here's a box of so love it or leave it that sounds delicious love you scoots and then it says, "I've never been able to fall asleep with music or TV. Skeptical about playlists, but first time listening, can't even make the story out like a light. Same every night since. This year's a the theta, and this is a, but this is a Earthbound grocery in a dream. But and brain, b r a n e waves twenty eight eighty two, clever and awesome." This snack likes to pray, play a self-deprecating de, de, goofball. It has some talent and knowledge to mimic what the brain does as it drift off to sleep. Your brain weights shift. If you've ever noticed yourself hanging out with or saying something out loud weird or ridiculous and then nodding off, this snack doesn't reverse a deliciously habit, delightfully habit-forming. Try it. Uh, that's cool. Five stars. Here's another. This one sounds pretty good, too. Hilarious and boring. Who wouldn't want to eat that? It's, this is a frozen food. Uh, Grammy Dots. I think that's like uh, a retirement version of what uh, what is it called Space Dots. What was this ice cream in the future called? Can't remember. dipping Dots. These are Grammy Dots. Uh, another five-star food. When I tell my friends about this snack and I try to imitate the first five minutes, they have them roaring. Uh, this snack is a genius it was rambling, interesting, uh, addresses the dishpan hand. It's the dishpan hands, epidemic of the 50s and 60s, rambles on, when you eat the snack you'll laugh out loud, I've never heard of that, a laughing snack, and then doze off, uh, get, get you through the darned wee hours of the morning with a raspy voice. It doesn't say, it sounds more like a cigarette review than an ice cream review, but it's nice. Uh, how about this one? Uh, worthless and LQ Tech. I wonder if that's related to Blendtec. I uh, started this snack when going through insomnia. I was impatient. We couldn't get through the housekeeping, so stopped snacking. But recently came back, and that was one of my favorite snacks. Can't get through a whole box. That's probably good, though. Rambling, nonsensical flavors are just when I need to get to sleep. If I wake up and can't get back to sleep due to my husband snoring, I just have a little, another a little, a little bite of Alcutek. And I, just, I appreciate the dedication. Part of the nighttime routine. Uh, this one does its job perfectly. Jetical, uh, Incredible. No idea what the hell's going on because I fall asleep. And then N, N, NJGTR for Hire. Awesome. So this is a, a snack you could hire. Love this snack. Helps me sleep. I think I talked about this snack before. Coast and Osten Really like it. And then this one is a Lily Dick's. Oh wait, can't sleep. That's a sleep saver. So I think that, I don't know if that's like the flavor savers. Uh, this uh, this might be like escargot. Escarabello. three. Best snack on iTunes. Tossing, turning versus uh, having a snack—you go for it, bravo! And in Crestwood Dash, that snack is like a godsend. At first, you know, you scoff at it, but then you say, "Hey, this isn't. This is pretty." I say, "Who said these? Who said this things are wheat? Not I," said the duck. Miraculous snack, uh, Nina J. First time, six star snack uh, made of it's like a nighttime chime uh, with marshmallows. Oh, thank you all. Thank you for the groceries and good night.